I know that a lot of your v- listeners, viewers, they there's so many people that have ideas in their head. I'm not saying 100% of the time, go do it, but do some homework because you may very well have a really great idea. I'd rather try something and fail rather than go forward and say, you know, I should have done that. And I, I, I encourage people, go for it, check it out. And uh, that's, you know, and I'm sure that your podcast has really motivated people to do just that, which is great. Hi, I'm Tori Mystic, and you're listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast, the only show dedicated to supporting women in all areas of the pet industry. On this episode, I am chatting with a woman who calls herself a serial inventor. Lisa Lane is always listening to the people around her and what their problems are to see if she can come up with a solution. One of those solutions is the rinseroo. I loved hearing how Lisa is riffing on the rinseroo to create new products to solve common problems. While the rinseroo works with your faucet or shower head to give you a handheld sprayer, perfect for washing dogs after a sandy day at the beach, the Dust Daisy is a newer product that slips onto a vacuum hose to clean out dryer lint. I don't know about you, but my dryer lint is 90% dog hair, so I can see how this would come in handy. I also loved hearing about how the TikTok shop is working for Lisa and her products. She told me that she is getting 10 times the views on videos that have products linked. But before you start setting up a whole new sales channel for your pet business, please listen to Lisa's advice to excel at one thing before moving on to the next. For her, that was Amazon, and now she's branching out. Lane Innovations will grow to $5 million in sales this year. So this is a very inspiring episode with a woman entrepreneur who has grown to this level of success with just her and her son running the business. You're going to love this conversation. I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Please tag me on your Instagram stories, leave a review in Apple Podcasts, or come hang out in the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group where we can continue the conversation. Lisa Lane is the inventor of the Rinseroo, a patented slip-on shower attachment hose for shower wall cleaning and dog bathing. Her success story started in the bathroom at her Jersey Shore home. She was standing in the tub when she realized that her idea had mass market appeal. And she was right. The Rinseroo brand has become a top seller on Amazon Launchpad, and it also sits atop their most wished for list. It will become a multi-million dollar brand this year. Lisa is currently at work scaling the brand into thousands of retail stores nationwide and is in the process of adding line extensions in the cleaning, pet, and bathroom space. She hopes to reinvent the way we rinse, clean, and bathe, and she is well on her way to seeing her dream come to fruition. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, Tori. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so interested to hear about this like rinseroo empire that you've built. 
Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I, I always love to connect with other entrepreneurs and it's great to talk to you. I, you know, I love your, you know, your blog and all that you do and I, I'm happy to be here. So yeah, I'm, I'm all ears. What do you, what do you want to ask? Thank you so much. Yes. So why don't we, I think a good starting point um, for the listeners who aren't familiar with their, with your story. Um, if you could kind of tell us how you got started as an inventor, did, did you always know you were going to become an inventor one day? No, actually, you know, back in the day, I was a pharmaceutical sales rep. So, you know, the sales experience is helpful now, but I had no intention, really. I, what happened was just an aha moment in my shower. Um, like you said in the intro, I was at the Jersey Shore. I was cleaning dogs. It was messy. I was using a cup to to bathe them. And I thought, gosh, there's got to be a better way. This is ridiculous. So Right there in the shower, I kind of came up with the rinse root concept and I thought, wow, you know, this could really be a game changer because everybody has a dog and potentially people could use it to clean their shower walls too. So that's sort of where it started. But no, once I realized I had something, I thought I have to pursue this, but I had no intention of, of doing it at all and had no idea where to start. So, yeah. Well, I think everyone needs to go look up a video when, when they're done listening to this of how your product works, because like I was watching a video of you, you're like, it just, it slips on in a second and it really does. And I think that's so amazing because I, as a dog mom for many years have tried other things that are like, here, this is this dog shower thing. And you have to like disassemble your entire shower head, put in this thing that then leaks. And then it's kind of unsightly on your shower head. That's like nice, like brushed nickel. Then you've got this like gross plastic thing on it. Um, so I I love how simple it is to put the rinse root on and off. Um, so is that uh, like the standout feature of it, I guess? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's basically, it's a, it's a problem solver, you know? And I think if anyone has an idea in their head, that's a problem solver, you have a winner for sure. Um, any way you can make someone's life easier by bringing this product to market, it, it's, it's, it's a home run in my opinion. And like you said, yeah, it's just not convenient. Not everybody has a handheld shower head or they're renting. I think like 37% of this country actually rents. So, you know, if you're renting, you don't want to swap out your shower head for a handheld. You could grab the rinse You can attach it. When you move to your next rental, you can bring it with you. Uh, it's portable. Yeah, it's just convenient and a great problem solver. And I think that's the key to success with any with any dog product, really. So you knew that this was a great problem solver for you, but did you do a lot of market research um, to see if this would be a problem solver for everyone? You know what? I I was a, a single, not a single mom. I was a mom on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> I was working part-time. I wasn't like, I had no real intentions of bringing this to market, but I thought, oh my goodness, I, I could probably do it. I did not honestly do a ton of market research, but what I did was found something that was like a rough prototype that actually worked. And honestly, I went to my extended family. I'm like, try this out. What do you think? And uh, do you, would you, could you use it? And they're like, yeah, this is pretty cool. But no, no big budget. You know, I wasn't like reaching out on a mass scale to see where it would apply. I just thought I got some good feedback. I love it myself. And if I love it and could see myself using it, why won't other people? And that was my hunch. And thankfully my hunch really was true. So it was a good, a good bet. Yeah, definitely. Well, and what I think is, is something cool to point out to people is that, um, 
you know, looking at your brand online and especially looking at, at Amazon and you've got several different products now and like tens of thousands of reviews. And like you said, it's going to be a million dollar business this year and you have a very small team. So tell us about, um, who's on your team and how do you kind of, how, how have you done this with such a, a small number of people helping you? Yeah. You know, Tori, the great thing now, as you know, when you're selling online is you only need a small team, right? You're, you can go onto Amazon. You could go onto walmart.com, chewy.com. You could do TikTok. It's just me and my son. So we'll do, we'll exceed 5 million in sales this year. And it's just me and my son. And that in my mind is the beauty of having an e-commerce business. Like you don't really have to go to retail anymore. The customers are online. They're looking for products. If they go to Amazon, they see your product. You convert the sale right there. And as long as you know how to get something onto Amazon and online and into these eyes of these customers, I think it's, you know, it, it's a it's pretty easy to do in my in my opinion. Yeah, it's so different from the old format of like sending a sales team around the country. Like you had this experience, pharmaceutical sales and like probably traveling a ton and putting in a lot of FaceTime and it's not really like that anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could, we, we have gone to a few trade shows to make the contact with the, you know, the buyers. We made Chewy connections that way. Um, Shop HQ, QVC. You know, the other thing too these days is, and this is what I love, Tori, about what you do is connecting entrepreneurs, right? We learn so much from each other. Everybody has different connections and different ideas and the more that we connect and share, we help each other grow. I have been so blessed to have meet you know, have met other entrepreneurs in this business that I I really put a lot of my success into my connection with them. And and that's why it's great that you're doing this for others as well. So well, yeah. thank you. It's my honor to be able to do this. And and it is one of my favorite things that I do, just being able to connect and get to know people and um, all my listeners get to know you guys too. So it's like yeah. a win-win for everybody. A great service. Well, mm-hmm. so, so speaking of um, kind of sharing, sharing what we've learned to help others, what are some challenges that you have faced that, um, that you've been able to overcome in growing your business? Yeah. Well, again, going back to who I think is listening here, I'm guessing there's a lot of people out there that had ideas in their heads and they're thinking, gosh, should I bring this to market? I was there and I had no clue where to start. I'm like, I have this great idea. Where do I go? Well, there's a lot of people out there that will rip you off. Don't go on, you know, onto the inventors, you know, the, well, I forget what that's called. George yes. Foreman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Inventor, come to me. You know, we'll we'll help you invent this. We'll do this. They like inventor will, land or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called, but I, I would suggest go. And I got all sidetracked, and I forget what the question was. But I was going to suggest that people go online, read books about how to how to make it happen. I actually used a book. It was called the Mom Inventor's Handbook: How to Make Your Idea into the Next Big Thing. The author is Tara Monasoff, and that book told me exactly what I had to do. They told me how to calculate my margins. They told me how to figure out 
how to find a supplier, how to find an engineer, how to find out if the market is big enough. Are you going to be able to make money? This is all available online. You could thank God for the internet. You can dig and, and figure it out on your own without hiring these companies that are you know, apt to uh, to try to rob you, in my opinion. But and and then connect with other entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, how how did you get there? What did you do? How did you make it happen? People are willing to offer their advice. I certainly do, and I've learned from so many others in the same way. Yeah, and I that's just such a like reoccurring thread that kind of has gone through this whole podcast is just reach out and ask people for help. And every guest I've ever had on is like, reach out to me. I am happy to help, happy to answer questions. Um, because like you said, the people who've, uh, you know, if, if you don't reach out, you don't maybe don't know that something is a scam, but someone else has experienced it and um, can advise you not to do that or something like that. I've heard stories of of doing those like inventor programs where then that company owns your patent. You don't own your patent. And there's just like so many horror stories out there. Yeah. Yeah. So do your research. And, you know, the beauty now too, like, like we're, you know, you can zoom now, you don't have to travel to meet these other entrepreneurs. You could invite each other, have a zoom meeting and 10 or 15 minutes, you could get a wealth of information. It's uh, yeah, it's a great way to do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So one question I was, I was thinking about asking you, Lisa, since you you do kind of, you know, you touched on Amazon and QVC and trade shows and all this stuff. You could do so many things. Is there something that sticks out as like, you know, my, my business wouldn't have grown without this, whether it's being on national television or going viral on TikTok? Um, is there something that you're like, thank God for that? <laughs> Well, you know, I have a lot of ideas in that regard, but I would say number one, Amazon. 90% of my business is on Amazon. And I know a lot of people like to poo-poo Amazon and say, you know, if you have something successful, all these other people will copy your, your, your invention. That's a bunch of baloney. You have to be on Amazon, in my opinion. I mean, you could be an Etsy seller. Maybe you're making handmade items, but... If you want to have a mass market product and sell it to millions of people, potentially, where are they? They're on Amazon. The other great thing about going to Amazon to sell, once you're set up, you're ready to roll. You know, you could, you could do some ads, you could, you know, but people come to Amazon, they're not browsing, they're not Googling, they're on there to buy. And if they see your product, it converts to a sale. So I would say absolutely do your homework with Amazon be smart about it. A lot of people just pop things on there to see if it sells. There's definitely a strategy to being successful on Amazon. You have to do it the right way. I would suggest get a book, read about how to do it, how to create a listing, do keyword research, start with Amazon. And then when you have success on Amazon, things will blossom from there. You could prove, you could prove market worth. You could go to other uh, platforms you could go to walmart.com. You could reach out to the Chewy buyers and say, hey, look at what we sold on Amazon. That's how I got the Chewy buyer. I was like, look, we're selling you know, so many a day. Why, don't, why doesn't Chewy have this? So that's the way to do it. But it's a simple process. And I think when you're successful on one platform, it sort of takes off from there. Mm, I like that that advice just kind of focus on on growing one thing really big to kind of prove your concept and then go from there because i think there's just there's so many things out there it's like 
squirrel brain, you know, that you're like, I'm going to try this. Oh no, I'm going to try that. Uh And then nothing really takes off. So it is good to focus when we can. And back in the day, I think a lot of people, well, even now people say, well, I'm going to build a website up and I'm going to do search engine optimization. That's time consuming. It's expensive to do. It's time consuming to do. And you have this little website in a world with Amazon How's anybody going to find you? You really have to have a lot of cash to put into that website, or you have to be the best SEO person in the world to get people to find that. Um, lately, though, I- I'm a fan of TikTok. I- I, you know, social media too, right? Yes. Well, let's talk about TikTok. So um, you've had many viral videos. Um, you've got a great following on TikTok. I've seen your viral videos before I even knew I was going to interview you and just realized like 15 minutes ago, oh, <laughs> I know her. Um, so you've had a lot of, of like, you know, big videos on there, but you're also using the TikTok shopping feature, yes. ops feature, whatever it's called. How is that going? Well, you know, I think the the idea behind TikTok and, you know, you have to be somewhat outgoing, but people love to see the inventors of those products actually talking about them. Like I go on, I'm like, Hey, I'm the inventor, you know, thanks for your support. And this is what my product does. There's a connection there where these viewers are like, Oh, I can relate to this person. You know, that's a real person using their product. So I love that number one, just to be able to connect with people and get a following. But the TikTok shop is a new program that TikTok is offering. And not a lot of people are even aware of it. Um, But right now you can set up, as long as you have a business, you can set up your own TikTok shop. You upload your products to the portal. You just throw a couple images on there. You do a description and boom, you're up and running. And then the beauty of the shop is you can connect with influencers, like in the pet industry, for example, you can have an affiliate program within your shop and give them, you know, you can designate how much you want to pay them, let's say 10%. And then you can reach out to these influencers that have these, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands of followers and say, hey, I have this great product. Why don't you link to my shop and you'll get 10% of all sales. And a lot of them honestly will do just that. You don't have to pay them big bucks. I like to pay for performance. So I'm like, hey, if you if you sell, you get the, the commission. So it really works out well. The other great thing, you mentioned the um, the viral videos. Yes, yes. Honestly, what happens if you're linking your products to TikTok shop, TikTok will help blow your videos up. That is a secret that not a lot of people know. I you know, am surprised. I would think it would, I thought you were going to say the opposite because I, I feel like that's something people say is like, if once you start paying for ads on Instagram, then all your all your posts that are not paid for kind of plummet. Um, so I thought you were going to say the opposite, but you, your account's been exploding. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, keep in mind, you know, TikTok shop is a new idea, right? So TikTok is doing their best to help grow it. They want people to participate. They want uh, influencers to link with product shops that, it, it, you know, so I'll tell you, you know, I, I'm not even exaggerating, I think they blow it up at least 10 times what you normally would get as far as viewership. If you link products. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have, I don't have a ton of followers, maybe 20,000. So maybe in the past I might get, you know, 5,000 views, a, a couple of orders. 
I link a product in there, boom, millions of views and a new follower. So it's a great way right now, especially because they're growing it. Maybe down the road, there'll be a ton of people on TikTok shop, but right now there's only a few people doing it. And I think it's a great way to take advantage of a great situation that can really help you connect with your customers grow your followers. And the other thing too, when you link things on TikTok shop, if you have something on Amazon, guess what? They also go to Amazon and they blow up your Amazon sales. So it's a win-win in my book. Yeah. Well, you know, that makes sense because I remember earlier this year when there was the TikTok like deposition or whatever at Congress, they had this big campaign about how TikTok helps small businesses. And they were running all these promoted videos and they had this whole PR machine about all the small businesses uh, in America that have succeeded because of TikTok. So this actually makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it's an extra way to, to grow the business. I'm not saying it's the only way, but if you work this into a a, a plan where, you know, you have a little bit of Amazon, you have walmart.com and TikTok social media should definitely be a part of the plan. Um, and, and what a great way to connect to people and have followers. You get a new product that launches, boom, you have a TikTok audience. All you have to do is post your video and you, you can get some sales right away. I love it. Yeah. Well, and you're great at being in your videos and, and you come across as just like a regular mom who's like, I needed this thing and you needed this thing. And so I made this thing. Here you go. (laughs) Yeah. And Tori, I know you're into digital marketing. I mean, don't you think like people these days really resonate with others that are just like us, right? Exactly. Exactly. See the polished model that's moving in the right way to sell something. It's a little bit fake in my eyes, but you know, if you get on and you're selling a product and it's just genuine from the heart, yeah. I mean, it it, it really resonates with with the people. And yeah. I love that fact about it. The 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 really scripted videos just like are jarring now. When those come across my feed, I'm like, oh, that does not sound good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to be off the cuff. And not everybody can do that. But hey, if you have a friend that knows how to do it and you just let them do your videos. It's an easy thing. It's only a minute or half a minute long. Just get them to talk about it for for a little bit and see what happens. Yeah. Um, okay. So so we have kind of talked about the rinseru, and you had just mentioned you know building up your following and how valuable that can be when you launch a new product. So you do have additional products other than the rinseru, and a couple that I saw that I thought would be great for dog parents or pet parents as well is um, one is the the dust daisy, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that is something, an attachment you can put in your dryer to suck up all the dust that kind of, and the lint that gets left behind. But my dryer is full of dog hair. So that's <laughs> that's what I would be using it for. Um, and then you also have these leak lock little doodads um, that can go over your toiletries when you're traveling to prevent leaks. But I was thinking when I travel with my dogs, um, if you travel with like CBD oil or if you have a half open wet dog food or um, bone broth or something, this would be such a handy little thing. So um, how do you decide what to add to your product catalog. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, you're giving me a new idea. I need a new category for my leak locks. I'm going to go like dogs and, and Lisa, dogs. I, I, I can relate anything to dogs. <laughs> Give me anything and I'll find how it's related to dogs. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. So how do I come up with, with new ideas? You said, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, how, do you, how do you decide um, what to, what to include in your product catalog? Because you probably have a lot of ideas. And so um, like what, what ends up getting created and what gets left on the cutting yeah. room floor, I guess. You know, what's fun about this is I've actually, I consider myself a serial inventor. You know, like once you figure out how to do one, you're like, my God, I, I can do this. Like the hard part is the first invention, right? Figuring it out. Once you have the manufacturer, you have the engineer, you know what sells on Amazon, you're, you're, you're targeting dogs and, and dog and pet parents. You're like, God, this is a, and it's a huge market. Everybody's got dogs, right? So I just, uh, so the connector on the rinseru has this rubber thing that goes over the shower head. Well, guess what? The leak locks use that same rubber for, you know, the toiletries. It prevents toiletry leaks. So it's sort of like you play with this thing all day long, every day, and you kind of come up with new ideas, to be honest. It's that simple. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, and I think the longer you do it, the more, the more ideas come. You, you talk to uh, people who have dogs and like, oh, I, how about this idea? And I listen to what people say. And if it's doable and I see the potential, it's easy to create if, as long as you have the manufacturer. Is there, are there any ideas that, that you're working on making that you can share with us or, or like a dream idea that's, that's not existing yet? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I'm, I have a whole bunch of things. Like I call it my little pipeline. <laughs> I'm at, well, this isn't really dog related, but maybe it could be actually. So what I'm trying to come up with is a nail scrubby that would hang oh. on the shower wall. You're like, what's a nail scrubby? Well, think about it. Like your nails are always dirty. If you're in the shower, that's the best place to clean your nails. So this is going to like hang on the shower wall and you're going to be able to scrub your nails on the shower wall and actually push your cuticles back using this little contraption that'll be on the wall. I can't really explain it without I love No, I love it. My um growing up my grandmother always had a little nail scrubby brush. It was like shaped like a duck and it had little scrubbers. Yeah. Um and she always had that at the um the bathroom sink and I've was just at her house the other day and I was thinking I wish I had a little brush like this, but I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. <laughs> I mean, they do, they do exist, but I'm like, why not do this in the shower? And really what, what got me thinking about it is you look at these other manscaping products that are out there. Like people, people are selling things to scrub your beard. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, look at how many of they sell. You can do data analysis on Amazon and find out it's like, whoa. So I'm like, why not? I'll do a little nail scrubby. But now that, now that I'm talking to you, I think maybe we could scrub some dog nails with it. Her paws, um, like to those clean paw her paws. Dippers? You've seen mm -hmm. the paw dippers? I have one of those. Yeah, they I love that. So millions, millions and millions of dollars worth of those. Like what a just simple, like, again, we go back to the problem solver, right? It's a problem solver. So pop it up there and start selling and they, people buy them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, a nail scrubber could easily become a paw, paw scrubber, <laughs> paw <amazing>. washer. <laughs> Um, so before we go, I, I do want to ask you about your dogs because I think you have four, right? Well, you know, we actually, I live at the Jersey shore in the summer and we actually have what we call a family house. Ah, okay. But when we're here, we're all here with all of our dogs. And when we're all here, we used to have four dogs. My, my little Westie passed away last March, unfortunately, but she lives on in my packaging. Like I just, you know, she's I, I always, whenever I come up with a new product, she's going to be there. She's my baby, you know? 
Um, but yeah, we do have three, three dogs in the house still. So it's, they're great for video content. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's how I got started, uh, in social media is I, I used to run social media for local businesses and I would just put dogs in all of their content and their accounts would take off. <laughs> dogs like puppies like yeah so yeah I'll ask my stitches I'm like I need to borrow a dog for a video so <laughs> well yeah then they get to come and hang at the Jersey Shore with you so it's uh-huh. an easy e- easy arrangement <laughs> fun fun stuff um well thank you so much Lisa for telling us all about your journey and you just have such a positive inspiring attitude like I want to go out and invent something now Oh my gosh yeah <laughs> no like I said I know that a lot of your v- listeners viewers they there's so many people that have ideas in their head I'm not saying 100% of the time go do it but do some homework cuz you may very well have a really great idea And I'm like, you know, I'm the type, like, I'd rather try something and fail rather than go forward and say, you know, I should have done that. And I I, I encourage people, go for it, check it out. And uh, that's, you know, and I'm sure that your podcast has really motivated people to do just that, which is great. I hope so. Yeah. My, I don't know, my attitude is just that if you don't try these things, these ideas, you're kind of robbing pet parents of things that could really help them and change their lives. So if you, if you keep it all to yourself, you're like kind of negatively impacting people. You have to share your gifts. Yes. Yes. And it's actually a lot of fun along the way, a little stressful at times, but overall I I would absolutely do it a hundred percent again, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is. It can be a little stressful to be self-employed, but, um, it's the, the payoff is worth it. So Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So where can people go? Obviously Amazon is a good place, but where else can they go to learn about Rinse and Reel? Uh, well, you know, I just touted my TikTok shop. So if you go to TikTok, we're, we're Rinseroo, R-I-N-S-E-R-O-O. We're also on Instagram, official Rinseroo. And, you know, we have Rinseroo Facebook, but generally anywhere Rinseroo, uh, that word, if, if social media, we don't have a um, I'm trying to think of, uh, oh, Twitter. We have no Twitter. I haven't seen a connection with Twitter, so we don't have that. But other than that, we're Rinseroo and we're generally around on social media. And our website is rinseroo.com. Okay, excellent. Thank you again um, for your time and for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Tori. It was, it was really enjoyable being here. I wish you success. I, I love what you're doing. Thank you for connecting other entrepreneurs. And if anybody, you know, I'm happy to reach out and and share and help and because I can learn from everybody out there as well. I appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode. Send me a note on Instagram at wherewagrepeat or find even more women petpreneurs to connect with in our private Facebook group called Where Wag Repeat Labs. If you want to dig into more episodes, resources to grow your business, or find a link to something we discussed, it is all right there for you at wherewagrepeat.com. I'll see you back here next Wednesday for a fresh conversation.